Cypher Sounds. Peter Rosenberg. Juan Epp is life. Shut the fuck up, Billy June. All right, you guys, podcast time. We got the equipment and the perfect business plan. Give our show away for free and tell no one how to find it. Ready? <laughs> good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. And, uh, Saif, you sent along that clip earlier. Yes. What, did one you... of my favorite shows, Family Guy. Did you see it? Was it on a random episode that you just saw? We're like, oh, shit, we need that. It's an episode where they start a podcast. Uh, thanks for the clamories. All right, you guys, podcast time. We got the equipment and the perfect business plan. Give our show away for free and tell no one how to find it. Ready? <laughs> so I said to Saif when he sent the clip, because <clears throat> I love it, 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 it sounds like the beginning of a fire old school intro where Saif, yes. you, you hear that, and maybe we put a better beep at the end because it has like a little weak beep. Yeah. There's a little better beep. Yeah, better beep. And then, and then the beat drops in, and there's samples of years ago, one up his life, right. and so I think we need that? to have a. Should, should we have a? Should we have a contest for the the official one up his life intro? I, but I love that. But I think we should actually give them something. Like I think okay. it should be a contest where if you get selected, it's not just we get your thing. We have to give them something. Money. We could give them money. We could okay. give them. Uh, we could give them um could we give them uncut jams <laughs> give them uncut jams we could give them uh, you know it could be an appearance on the show like oh that. it could be what about lifetime free patreon i like that you get a free patreon lifetime I got free a, i got a i got a, a very famous in new york t-shirt or hoodie i could throw at you <laughs> okay you know what i mean by the way man i'll tell you what i guess people like sopranos because i'm looking now and it looks like our, I mean, listen, as the month goes on, patrons go up and then we they disappear, as we know. But it looks like, Billy, am I wrong? It feels like since we had Will, it went up, like, a lot on, on the Patreon, no? Billy? Oh, you're yeah, muted, Billy. You're muted, which is perfect for me. I, but. My internet went in and out. What did you just say? I came back and I was in the feed. I said it looked like a lot of people signed up for Patreon to hear the uh, second half of Will Janowitz. A lot of people did. I was actually out last night, and someone came up to me and was like, man, I fucking love Juan Epp. That's all I listen to. Wow. Did he mention that episode specifically? He did, actually. Shout out to the... Uh, Thank you. Thank shout you, out to the Mark Ronson, bro. Mark Ronson hit me up. Okay. And uh, was like, hey, I, I don't, <laughs> don't want to sound, you know, ignorant, but... What does it mean when you say, is it before or after Chameleon they went to Brooklyn? <laughs> Which is so funny because that's an offshoot of the the real clip, which is years ago. Years ago. But by the way, people, <clears throat> I, I've gotten that too. And it's a mix. Some people get, Chameleonaire in Brooklyn before, mm-hmm. and some people don't. I think it's literally just a matter of paying. Like, did you pay attention all the way through to the beginning of years ago? Like, it was just so most people know that it came from the Mano story where he was talking about when Chameleonaire was in Brooklyn. Yeah, and you said when was that? And he responded years ago, yeah, years, years ago, ago. Years, years ago. ago, this years ago. Years but ago. so. 
that people know the years ago part, right. they may not re- remember of course. that it comes from that. And also, um, that was from Juan Epp is Dead. Wow. That was a, the fourth iteration. No, wait, hold on. One, two, three. Yeah, our fourth iteration of Juan Epp. Do I, Billy, will you send me, Billy, will you email me the clip for years ago, the full uh, clip? I just texted it to you. I'll Perfect. Email it to you. Thank you. No, no, that's fine. I Text sent, is fine. I'll put in the thing from this. I sent that receipt to Mark Ronson so he could understand what it meant. Oh, you did, Oh, anyway. this is what you sent to Mark so he would. Uh, anyway, people hey, let's, like let's, us let's, is what I'm saying. Thank you. Hold on. I want to hear. I want to hear. Thank you for liking us. Oh, please. Years ago, I, I brought, I, I, I did a video in my neighborhood in, in Brooklyn, I brought I brought Chameleon there. Remember Chameleon there? Mm-hmm. Years ago, I brought Chameleon there to Fort Greene, Brooklyn. Years ago, this was years ago. I, I didn't have how long was it? Years ago? How was it? It was years ago. I'm feeling. This was years ago, bro. <laughs> years ago. Probably I, I say probably around years ago. <laughs> probably around years ago, right? Because I didn't have no hit. Still funny, have, man. I didn't, none of that. Oh wow. Like, Yo, Still hearing it, it, hearing it now, it, it's even crazier than the first time I heard it. He he really says it so many times with no idea that he's saying it a lot of times. This was years, this was years ago. Years ago. He literally just keeps saying, "Yo, this was years ago, not years ago." And, and you and I are both on Zoom and at the exact same moment thinking. Man, he sure keeps saying years ago. But it's like it's our radio ears that are trained for to find moments, to find snippets. You know what I mean? That's <sighs> <sighs> so funny. It's so funny. And he doesn't even really notice that it's anything until we point it out. And I still I can't think, even tell if he fully I don't knows. Think he, I don't think he ever noticed. Um, shout out, Billy, what's the name of the podcast that you like? All fantasy everything. All fantasy everything. I know I'm in, I'm in Denver, Colorado right now. As you can see, I'm in a uh, some kind of jail cell, as it looks like from the video. Um, By the way, you're recording your own audio as well because you're starting to break up a bit. I'm just making sure you're recording there. I am. Okay, good. I am. Uh, shout to David Bory from uh, All Fantasy Everything Podcast. And shout to my man, uh, Brent Gill. I did a show with them on, on Friday. Very fun. Um, then I did another show last night. Okay. This show was in a fucking, like, I, I want to say a church basement, but it felt like the church was like one of those kind of weird, like non-denomination type. It was like called like a spiritual center. Okay. And the show was in a basement and it was fucking Phenomenal, man! The show was so really? fun. Every comic on there was good, and then they had me as a secret headliner. Cause the guy who books me on Friday, he brought me into town. So he said, "Sive, you could do the show Saturday, but they can't promote you until after our show's done." So they were promoting okay. me as a secret headliner. Okay. And, and I go on stage and I go, "Man, everybody was so excited about the secret headliner." They're like, "Who is it? Who is it?" And then I come on stage, and you're like, who is he? Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's, a tough, that's a tough spot coming in as the secret headliner, because that so, does sound lofty. 
Yeah, it's so. But who's it, it going to be? Dave Chappelle. It was Chris Rock. Awesome man. Denver's wow. comedy scene. And then in between the shows last night, I ran over to Comedy Works, which is the comedy club out here. It's the best, one of the best comedy clubs in the country. And Ari Shafir was there, so he said I could do a guest spot. Bro, I run in there. I do 10 minutes of fucking fire. Like, the cr- that crowd in there is too good. It's too good. What do you mean too good? They're just they're on just, fire? Yo, they they love comedy. They they that club has the audience trained. Like it weeds out people that kind of just stop by. Like everyone in there is a fucking comedy fan. You know what I mean? And um and I ran in there, did ten minutes, then I ran back to this other show. So I'm having a hell of a time out here in Denver. I'm so glad but to hear I'm that. I'm bumping into a lot of one up fans, man. Is that true? A lot of one up. There's a kid, um, I forgot his name is uh John Davis. He's a comic, but he's also on the radio out here. I think he does sports talk radio. Okay. And uh he came up to me last night. He goes, Yo, you have no idea how excited I was about someone doing an in depth interview with cannabis. He's like, Why has it never been done? He goes, It was the perfect one up interview. It was funny, emotional, sad, uh riveting. Like he loved it. You know, it's funny. I, I felt I felt really strongly about the uh, the cannabis too, and I I don't get a lot of feedback on one app, so I basically just see the the seven people who are regular in the Discord. It's yeah. basically like big homie. There's like Billy June could name all of them. There's literally five people who just are the only ones who talk in our Discord. <laughs> and so if one of them is like, "Yeah, I wasn't interested in cannabis. I didn't listen," I'm like, "All right, well, boom, we lost twenty percent of our audience in my eyes." <laughs> And then the next person like, yeah, his answers were kind of long. I was like, okay, I understand that. But it, he that really was a deep interview. And then, I honestly, I probably saw more positive feedback about last week's Sopranos episode than any in a minute. It, it, it made me think we should do more. Um, Is it just me, Pete, when you read it, the Discord? Or like, are there certain people on there that complain so much that you wonder to yourself, why do you pay to listen every week? We pay and participate and on the pay, message board. And people, just complain while they're... Some people have like a like a self-hatred. You know what I mean? And they just... They want to feel bad all the time. Well, or, or it's maybe like a, a sense of... I don't know. A way to feel like you belong. Yeah. But there are some, there are some people who regularly just... Or like, yeah, skip that one. No thanks, I'm good. Sometimes I want to be like, how about write something positive? Like, it's it's are here. Um, what's going on in hip hop this week? <laughs> Sorry, I have COVID. Oh, uh, in hip hop this week, well, Scythe, there's a lot for us to talk about before okay. we. First of all, important question for us to figure out right now, early. Yeah. Did you watch the Kanye doc? Oh, Kanye has a doc? He does. I, and Sife's being sarcastic because I texted him five times and told him to watch it. I watched it. Wow. Okay. So we're yeah. going to talk about that for sure. For sure. And, and that actually inspired me because I felt like a dickhead mm-hmm. because of how psyched I was about the Kanye doc. I felt like a dickhead that I hadn't watched the Ralph doc. So I watched that too. The what? The Ralph doc. What's the Ralph doc? The video music box doc. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I haven't se- Damn. I haven't seen any of those. See? And that made me feel like yeah. shit. 
that I'm yeah. like I'm such a I'm, isn't I'm, there, oh go ahead I'm sorry no I'm such a slave to like what's popular and and marketing that I just like was so amped off the Kanye thing I, the, and I didn't do the same for video music the box. only thing the only thing is I don't have Showtime anymore it's a little harder to watch <laughs> the Mass Appeal stuff because they have a deal with Showtime um but um also there's a isn't there like a Kid Cudi doc out or is it coming out? Or is it that's out? on Amazon. Prime. Yeah, that's up too. Yeah. Also, there's a really good doc on Amazon Prime, the Fat Tuesdays. I heard Fat Tuesdays is good too. It's really, really good. I heard Fat Tuesdays is really good. It's What's about, that about? You know, it's about um the 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 co- the black comedy scene in the '90s, like the where the Def Comedy Jam comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, like that. Scene oh, 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 yeah. Where all those I did hear about that. Had to kind of yes. just create their own lane and and create this whole black circuit in those in those early days um and one of those show i think joe tory hosted it in la yep it was i heard to, about it was it. be really good yeah i want to watch that too i heard about that as well i just watched um, the dmx one which was okay oh, i love the dmx one i thought the end was so great that last scene with his family where yeah, they're just, where he's dancing with his I ex mean, i like I like docs like that because it shows the last days, but I also want to see all the fucking, the, the early days, you know? You would have liked to see, so you would have wanted, because that doc, if you haven't seen the DMX one, it that doc takes place from the second he got out of jail. The last, the last time. time. Right, and then and then And they died. show some flashback footage, but not, yeah. a, not it's not constant. No, it's more, it's more about after jail trying to get this new album done. But Sife, but those last couple scenes, the one where he's outside the the Dave and Buster's with yeah, his yeah, son. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. And they have yeah. their moment, and then he go back to the house, and it's X. He's there with his new wife, I think. No, I his ex. Was she there? Yeah. I think she was there. Um, I think, because I talked to the director, and he, he told us that I think she was there. Um, His ex and his children that he has with his ex. Yeah. And they have this moment of like singing and dancing but that's together. Not the, um, yeah, dancing to like classic R and B. But that's not the baby mom that he said was stressing him because she seemed like she loved him. I think it's another baby mom that's stressing him. No, that that yeah, that mom that he was dancing with is the mother of the son who the he first, has the strained relationship yeah, the fir- with. That's his first wife or first yes. baby mom. Yeah. And they're cool, it looked like. It was the yeah. son that he had the issues with. No, but in the doc, he says, my baby mama's stressing me. And she, she got half my, half my publishing, and she's still stressing me. But, but I don't think it's, talking about the I think it's a different one. Yes, I agree. Bro, and I'm going to tell you another part that's so ill in that doc. When he, when he snatches the phone from his little son, like the son is like and what, a baby. Yeah. It's just a dad moment of like... These kids. Oh, like, yeah, and the son starts crying, right? Yeah, man. It's a fucking like you it, it it won't hit you unless you have kids where like you love your kids so much, but sometimes they fucking annoy you. I, and like I don't I don't talk to my kids the way he talked to his son, but it's just annoying sometimes, man. <laughs> and then the kid starts crying and he hugs him and he like yeah, makes him feel yeah. better, but oh, my son got this new thing. My son got this thing. If I make him mad. <laughs> I don't know where this comes from. Okay. My son goes, I go, yo, eat your food or I'm going to turn off your iPad or whatever. And he goes, I'm not going to go in your car. 
I'm not gonna go in your car? <laughs> Yo, he's, he's trying to hurt me. He's saying something that he thinks is important. I'm not gonna go in your car. It's so funny. I want to laugh at his face. Well, it's it's amazing when kids come up with these random things they say, and 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 you're like, what was the formulation? I don't know where he got that from. It's like it's like kids. It's like little kids under the age of like five. It's like a lot of times they're thinking in what sounds like what feels like a fever dream. Like nothing makes (laughs) sense. It's just like a piece of this, a piece of that, and it comes together into a thing that you would say when you're half asleep, and then you're like, oh, what did I just say? I was out of it. Sorry. (laughs) Oh man. Anyway, so yeah, so what? So besides Kanye, you you had oh oh so so yes, so so uh, I went out this week. Who did what? Who did? I went. I went outside, Saif. Yeah. I went outside. I saw. I saw you were outside. Congratulations. Saw that. Thank you. Thank you. I went outside. Um, outside. I went outside. I went to the Action Bronson Earl Sweatshirt Boldy James Alchemist show. Oh, that's what that was. Um, I went to that, and that was the same night as the Conway listening slash birthday party. Mm. Right? Is it a new album? And... Yes, new Con- it's it's the Conway Shady album finally coming out. Oh, right, got it. So I went to that. So when I saw they were both happening the same night, I said, you know what? The only Fuck way it. You, the only way you'd go to two things. It's exactly. So I said, <laughs> I go one night, and I get to like show face and support to a whole bunch of different people Double who I should. Whammy. People. Double whammy. So, so how about this? Called up. Hip hop, Mike. Saw that. Mike hasn't. We haven't went out together in. I'm talking about years ago. How long? Years ago. How long? Okay, years ago. So it's it's literally we probably haven't had a night out since yeah since but well you know pretty good before COVID since uh, um, hip hop Mike Gate. <laughs> since hip hop Mike Gate, certainly not since then. So we, Mike picked me up. We went out, went to the first joint, saw. Saw um, Alchemist and all the artists on the show who I just mentioned. I met this kid, Navy Blue, who I'm a fan of, who I'd never met before. I saw uh, Premiere was out. Um, Joey Badass, Chuck Strangers. Dope. Really good to see a, 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 a lot of people were out, obviously, for that show. Um, man, Boldy's good, bro. Boldy's really Boldy's dope. I don't know if you listen. Yeah. I don't know if you've listened to Baldy recently, but the Baldy and Al shit is, woof. Yeah. Then went over to the Conway joint, which was at Soho House. And listen. Soho House, nice. If you're going to go out, you might as well go out and just throw yourself into, I was talking to Rory about it afterwards, just hot buffalo (laughs) filth. Just just throw yourself right out there. (laughs) Cause that was a small I like room. Guys, man. No, no, it was, it was great. I like I lo- those guys. I, shout out to all the the Griselda associates who I ran into, including one cat who's a big Wanap fan. He told me since years ago. Tall guy. He hold on, hold on. He texted me. I gave him my number. But well, you think you met him too? Yeah, I think I met him in in actually in Denver when I was here interviewing Benny the Butcher. I met this guy was a Wanap fan. I wonder if it's the same guy. That's right, because now that you're saying that, that's mad familiar. Yeah. Um, He's somebody's brother. 
He's like one of the rappers that's down with Griselda's brother. Gotta tell you, I really do like everyone I run into, though, in that. In Yo, that they show uh, love, man. They show OG love. It's really cool. I saw DJ Clue he was out. At, which one? The, the Griselda one? He was at the Griselda joint. Um, by the way, we gotta we gotta just have Clue on, right? Yeah, we should have been at Clue. I, I said I I said to Clue, I'm like, bro, you think anyone would still care? He was like, maybe on your side. I was like, I don't really think so. I was like, it's not like upper management. It's not like the current upper management that I have. They haven't even been around long enough to what understand. You mean, you're about having him on Wanep because of Hot 97 Power 105 shit. Yeah. Nah, man. Nah. What about what, nah, what what about what about Flex? Flex wouldn't care either. I'd run it past Flex. Okay, that's a good idea. I'd Boom. run it past. Run it past. I ask for permission and say, "Hey, Flex, we're gonna have Clue on." You know, not saying nothing about your drama, whatever. But right. I yeah, posted I the it. picture, and I knew I, I was like, I, I I posted the picture. I, I, I don't. Camillo, I see Camilla with um, uh. What's his name? Yes. Self all absolutely. the time. Like, I think that's just Yeah. Old. It feels like it. Uh, Sife the Kid, who from Buffalo, uh, was Billy Esco. I don't remember his name, but I, I think that was him. He said, true Juan Epper. Love it. Nice guy. Love so, um, You know why they're all so nice? Because at any moment, at any moment, they will tear our fucking heads off. It's true. And when you have that, when you have that skill set, and when you have that, it, you know, confidence, they're like, yo, if anybody says the wrong thing, I could tear their head off. Why not be nice? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like, if I was just going to go with they're from Buffalo, they, they haven't had a lot of, you know, expectations, and now things are great, and Bro, they're appreciative. The fucking, I told you, the way I met West Side Gun. I was in Buffalo doing a comedy show before the pandemic. I tagged. I saw some high school kids walking down the street. I played. I taped them from my hotel window and played Griselda. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, future future goons or whatever. And Westside hit me up laughing and was like, yo, you in Buffalo, you need anything. I'm like, this is right, right, right. awesome, man. Nah, they're 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 great, man. Shout out to Conway's entire team. I actually didn't even see Gunn and Benny that night. Um, Wait, were they there? I hung out for I hung out for a while till Conway got there. I saw Conway and then I bounced. Right. I did not. I don't know when they got there. How long were you there before you bounced? When did he? Show, how much after did he show up after you? I would say I was there for a full hour. Ooh. So you did a. I would say that's not even a, you did a couple laps. Oh well, I didn't really do a lap. I just posted. I kind of just stayed, but but I was posted near the DJ, so like everyone kind of would come by over that way. Smart, at least. Smart. Um, I said, by the way, very funny moment. I ran into Rory and Maul. They were both there. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'd met Maul before, but uh, uh, me and Rory caught up for a little while, and uh, you know Rory's been a supporter of Up for a long time, and I, sometimes someone will say something, and you realize, wow, this person really knows me. I said to him, I was like, hey, uh. I was like, "Oh man, is Conway here yet? I need to, I need to get credit for being here." And Rory went, "Rory went, you want credit? No." <laughs> I was like, "Hey man, fuck you, man." 
Don't appreciate. Don't appreciate you po- knowing this real flaw about me so well. Oh shit! And then I uh, I ran into B dot. B dot and, and uh, who I used to B dot yeah that's who I, uh, uh, Elliot's radar. guy right, okay yep who I've who I've like long had back and forth feuds with yeah and he walked in the bathroom as me and hip hop Mike were walking out of the bathroom yeah. And I just see him, and it's I've been so long since I've been out that seeing anyone I know, my immediate response when I saw him was not one of, like, I remember what I'm mad at this person about. It was just like, oh, there's B-Dot. Some guy who loves hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't I didn't have any thought. So I'm just like, yo, what up, man? And and, and he responds. He walks by, and, and he responds. When I say, what up, man, he responds. He goes, you know, living la vida loca. Okay. And I, and I, and I said, to, I said, yo, I can't even accuse you of being generic because I have not heard a living La Vida Loca in a long, long time. But I, but I, but I love it. I love it, and I feel like this should become a one up thing. So then, uh, the next day, the next day, I sent him an email, which is like, yo, bro, I don't even know what happened between us, but I'm, I'm sure I was a dick, and I'm sorry. Nice. And uh, he said, water under the bridge. That was that. I was like, bro, why would I hate on B-Dot? Sure, me and B-Dot never got along. I'm sure we were both obnoxious at different times. But with the way hip-hop has gone and the, the voices that exist now, I could say a lot about Brian Miller, but like l- him not loving hip-hop is not something I would ever say. Mm-hmm. Like He loves it, cares about it, is a nerd about it, is committed to it. Like, why would I have issues with someone? He's one of he's one of us. I don't like why, the way I, I saw him do an interview with Mayno. I didn't like the way he was talking to Mayno. It bothered me. Oh yeah, you mentioned this once on the yeah, podcast. Now, do you want me to do you want? Do you think you guys should have a sit down as well? Nah, I don't care. He doesn't care what I think. I don't care. I don't like that academics guy either. He seems. <laughs> you know, he's not good. He he's not good. Now, grimy. All right, now, now speaking of which, so I have one other thing to talk about that happened this week. <laughs> and I, and we... mind you, I'm talking about, no one's going to care, but I'm not talking about, I don't know these people personally. I just right. don't like the angle in which they go at oh, the I, I'm I hate the academics angle. I, listen, I don't feel the need to have any beef with academics. I don't feel the need to have beef with anyone anymore. And I've definitely been way over the top many times about him. But no, no, it, it comes from sincere lack of appreciation for what he does. Like, it's... It's actually crazy, and it, it's full circle. It comes full circle to the story I'm about to tell you. Perfect. The, the reason academics bothers me a lot is I think because I so often get called culture vulture, and I'm, it's, I'm very sensitive to it. Yeah. But then there are other people who literally are doing, when you think about what that means, yeah. like an actual term, they're doing that, but they don't get called that because we look differently. Culture, yeah. Yeah. Because they're because they're racially of the culture, yeah. they can get away with it, and I, so I guess I get very sensitive to that when I see like someone who just sells and trades on sort of beef and bullshit, right? Yeah. So, anyways, so this week what happened was, I saw that Fuzzy and Q and Quincy, who do a podcast, uh, two guys who Siphon I have known from the the radio business for a long time. Fuzzy and Quincy started a podcast together. It looks very cool. It looks like they're yeah, doing a lot of... FAQ, uh, I think it's called. FAQ, yep. And they're doing a lot of interviews. And I saw they interviewed this dude, Jason Lee. Yeah. 
Jason Lee. Jason Lee. Jason Lee runs a website called Hollywood Unlocked. Uh-huh. As far as I can tell, to me, he looks like his trajectory is to become like the next Harvey Levin, or something like that. Right? That's TMZ. And, and yeah, and and to be honest, he seems driven and smart enough that like he could he could do that. Right. Like I think he could actually pull it off. The quote unquote um, younger version. Yeah. Because everything uh, got the younger version. What does Billy say? Yeah, he's he's young. He's black. He's openly gay. He's got a, he's got a very brash personality. You know, he's an interesting he's an interesting dude. There's no doubt. So he came on our show. So let me just say this: Fuzzy and Q posted interview clips with him, and I, in a moment of weakness, because he has said nasty shit about me a bunch of times, Ooh. I ended up commenting Ooh, like that guy, Jason. Yes. Okay. I ended up commenting on their video like, yo, why do you guys even have it? This is corny. Why do you have him? This is corny shit. Something like that. He has no qualms about saying whatever about people. This is corny. Jason Lee sees that, Mm -hmm. screenshots it, posts on his page like six different times about it, going off on me. Oh, nice. Why is this guy in the culture? Why is he allowed to... Culture vulture, culture white vulture. boy, every oh he he controls the weather. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now it's like he's he's going crazy on the on the shit. Yeah, and I I thought about it, and then and then the next day I see I see Nori post. Anybody have questions for Jason Lee? I'm like, oh, God, now this guy's going to go on Drink Champs the same week? The same week? So I talked to Nori yesterday, and apparently in the interview it came up. He did say nasty shit. Then they, then him and EFN said that they love me, and, and they see, uh, Nori made it sound like it ended up okay, right. right? But I then hit Nori and said, why don't you get me and him on the line, bro? Because I was thinking about it like this. I, I realized this, and I think you'd appreciate this. And my therapist kind of helped me realize this. I uh, An issue with someone is all about where you want to start the story. Because if you start the story this week, he told them that I started shit for no reason. And boom, if you start the story this week, you are correct. For no reason, I saw him posted and talking shit. Mm. That, if you start the story this week, right. if you start the story two months ago, I would say someone sent me a clip of him talking about some topic. I don't even remember what. I came up and he called me all kinds of nasty culture vulture shit that really hits me in like the sensitive spot. Right. So I would say that what I said this week was not for no reason. Right. It was out of anger and hurt because someone said some shit to me that I don't like when people say it. So the thing that I want to ask him is, what I want to ask him is, is where I'm starting the story not early enough? Do we need to go back to the interview when he came into hot and did I say something that day that led to when he left, he felt like he had to talk shit about me whenever my name came up? Because to me, it seemed like we had you on the show, then my name comes up and you talk crazy about me. You're an asshole, you're a bad guy. But maybe his version of it is, I said something in that interview, which I'm. it's possible, he took his really offensive or dickish or whatever. Right, right. And you so want to get to the bottom of it? 
Yeah, I don't want, first of all, I don't want to have beef with anyone, let alone, like I said, he's someone who I think is clearly on the rise. His voice is only going to get bigger. I don't need him hating me over what? Because essentially I'm just mad that I'm, a, I was just offended. I just, I don't understand why people who are, go default into this culture vulture shit. It's so lazy and inaccurate and fucked so, up. So if he has beef with you because of something you said and he's using culture vulture as a crutch, that's some bullshit. But what if he can legitimately list some things that he actually thinks? Correct. Then we could have a conversation about have the that. Convo. Let's have the convo. That's what I'm saying. So if you believe that I'm a culture vulture, I don't. I shouldn't have a voice anymore. If you believe there's more to the, that than the color of my skin and my age, you know, like I would need something beyond you're, you're old and white. Like I don't consider I, that to be a reason to not be able to I talk. I mean, I, I guess I can understand why people would say that about you just not knowing, but like I don't understand how. He, but, I, but he doesn't know what I do. There's no That's way he I'm knows saying. I even. He doesn't know I have a Sunday night show. Yeah, he doesn't know I put out an, an album. album. He doesn't. Yeah. He, he doesn't know any of the work that I've done for artists their whole career and stayed close with them and pushed them along and helped put money in their what's pockets. Girl, he doesn't know. What's the girl that's on your album that you like? Vel the Wonder. He has no idea that you stole her all her publishing. Oh, yeah. Oh fuck. Shit. Wait, Sife. Shut the. <laughs> what the? Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know that I I I'm, I took money off the top from what I deal with West Side Gun. By the way, these are all jokes, everyone. All jokes. No, but he does it. He doesn't know. There's no. You you think he's aware of my relationship with Homeboy Sandman? Right. Like he doesn't know shit. They don't know shit. So, so he knows I can't. From the morning show. So he thinks. He thinks. I think my guess is I probably referred to his shit as gossip or something on yeah. our show, and he and he probably feels like who the fuck are you to say that when that's what you do on your morning show? Which, by the way, it's 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 a, it's a reasonable. That's a reasonable conversation. It's and a, if you were to yeah. think that's all I do, if you were to think that's all I do yeah. is I get on the air and talk about whatever stories Laura brings up, yeah, I, I, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I, we could have a conversation. So I hope we can have a conversation, but we'll see. Bring him on the podcast. Nori ended up never hitting me. What did you say? Bring him on the podcast. I asked him. I said, do you want to come on my? He said, no, he, he wants me to go on his. Oh, can we do a simulcast? We don't have. Do we have the technology? <laughs> Play that clip. <laughs> do we have the technology to do a simulcast with him? Uh, um, Billy, Billy can handle a simulcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so hopefully we figure that all out. And by the way, I want to talk to him. I want to talk to him before the 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 drink champs airs, because when the drink champs airs, I'm gonna get tight again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we should we should talk now. So I don't see you fucking go in on me on Thursday or whatever their shit comes out. Let me know if you want me to mediate that. But nobody would. Believe, I think you. Nobody would believe I'd be a good mediator. You you, know, you couldn't be an honest broker. I absolutely could. I hate you. I believe. I believe. I don't you like could. you personally at all. I believe you could listen, or I could get, or I could get Ebro to be the broker, and then he would just turn into an entire thing about himself. <laughs> He'd be like, "No, but forget about Rosenberg. What about me and you?" I'm like, "Well, what? Wait." Why Why remove Rosenberg from it? Because no one cares. Talk about me. <laughs> but it was actually specifically about him. Don't worry about it. Um, so, Saif, it's about that time. Okay, what time is it? It's, it's time for lunch. What time is it? It's time for lunch. 
Do you watch Bubble Guppies? Bubble Guppies? You don't watch Bubble Guppies? I don't even know what do you're you talking watch, about. Um, uh, do you watch Paw Patrol? No. What? Oh, fuck, man. You don't watch Bluey? Bluey? Yeah, the Australian. Are these all, are, are these all kid shows? You don't watch Blippy? What's Blippy? Oh, Blippy is a fucking, looks like a, Blippy definitely looks like a, ch- a child molester just just <laughs> gaining the confidence of children to later molest. <laughs> so these are definitely kid shows. Yeah. Oh, and you watch oh, some okay. of these and you're thinking, oh my God, this is actually repug. I can't believe you don't watch Paw Patrol. Paw no. Patrol. So, so Cypher. Yeah. Here we go. You watched? I watched. I fucking loved it and hated it. Ooh. Loved it and hated it. Um, do you want to, uh, should we, um, real quick, I'm going to send my dad the link to, do you think my dad can figure out how to join the stream yard? <laughs> why, why is your dad coming on here? Because my dad, out of the blue, loved this documentary. Well, give, me, give me a minute before you bring your dad in. Okay, okay. Uh so here's what I liked about it. Oh, we'll go we'll go deeper. I'll just tell you overall. What I liked about it was it was a lot of raw footage in chronological order. Okay. Which I feel documentary filmmakers do too much sometimes. Like like I don't know anything about Michael Jordan, but I watched some of The Last Dance, right? And if I'm not a Michael Jordan fanatic, like I'm sure a lot of people are, the moving back and forth from years to years, the the first game to the last game to the when he had the flu to when he broke his ankle, you know what I mean? Like I don't it's too much for me because I'm not a fanatic. So it's moving around a lot, and I feel that a lot of documentaries, and rightfully so, have to make a great piece of uh, of a film of cinema. Okay. And I like that there was no talking heads in the Kanye shit. Mm-hmm. I like that it was in chronological order from what we remember when he first came around to. You know, following it, how he got the deal, how he tried to get the deal, how he got the deal, his mom, all that shit, and all old footage, and him struggling, and I fucking loved it. Now, it's 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 funny how it's like the guy who made it is like a weird voiceover on it, but I want to see long pieces of of footage. I want to see. Bro, I you know how many people I knew in that documentary, and you know how many oh. you know how many places they were at that I was like, oh my god, I used to be there all the time. Like when he was talking to that raucous A and R, and you see the sign for Transit behind was one of my favorite stores back in the day. Oh, I love Transit. Like Transit yeah. was in the background, and then like going to Right Track Studio, which I always used to be in there. I me personally, I loved all that. Lengthy footage. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I have a lot to ask you. Uh, um, that I first of all. So what so what didn't you like essentially? Like what's the what what's the drawback to you? I think I would have liked more 
Kanye now speaking about it. But not too much, because sometimes people do it too much. But I could have used a little Kanye talking about it. You know what I mean? Like a little, like he he provides more context. Yeah, or or. But don't you don't you feel like having Kanye today would inherently cloud the legitimacy of what you're seeing? That's that's why. On the other hand, I wouldn't want it. You know what I mean? And I don't want a bunch of people that were there telling story. I like the way it was like. I like the way it was done. Oh, hello. Hello. Hey, Dad. Hello. Wow, you did it. You pulled it off. You managed to... That wasn't very hard. Tell him to turn his phone. Turn your phone sideways. Try turning your phone sideways. Oh, sideways. See? That better? Wow. Look at that. Look at that. Wow, you did it. You really did it. I really did. So so I I was just talking to Saif about the, the doc. Tell us... Tell me why you were so into this Kanye documentary, because I didn't necessarily expect to hear that from you. Well, okay. So all I know about, I mean, I know some of his music, but not much. Um, the last one I ever listened to was the Jesus song. and, that, the, that, and the, That's a long time ago. There's also and a lot that, of Jesus songs. Re- and that record that it was on, you know. Um, and I follow his political stuff and all that other stuff and the stuff with his ex-wife or current wife. Um, and, of course, with Peter's interest being... Unlike wrestling, um, and actually, unlike sports, of Peter's three things, the only one I'm really remotely interested in is the music one. I mean, that, you know. Well, you find the people more interesting. The people more interesting and actually what they do more interesting. I mean, right, right, right. In the sense of, you know, it's, I just do. So it's, um, we have to fake it with the other stuff. But, you don't even fake it. You don't even fake it that well, but keep going. Um, so anyway, <laughs> what I like about the film, um, what I liked most was seeing him as a young kind of, to me, because uh, I don't know how much is artifice and how much is real. To me, it seems real. A young kind of innocent guy with incredible self-confidence who is just going to push through, knows how much talent he has, knows that, uh, you know, as uh, Don just said, uh, he may not see the uh, the giant in the mirror, but everybody else sees it. I thought that was so... Yeah, it's a great I, line. I don't know if she made up that line. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's just so great. Um, in fact, I'd rather see a documentary on Donda West, <laughs> who I think is the most incredible. I wrote was... about her when she died. It's, oh, it's I remember funny. that. I, I remember I, that. I, when I saw her in the doc, I realized... I've never seen her before. Yeah, as much me as that we've heard about her through all the years of Kanye Kanye records and interviews, I never saw her. Uh, right, and she's she's more appealing than I even would have imagined. She is such a great lady, and she's, I, you know, it's. She, I kind of make the comparison uh, with another uh, crazy artist, Elvis Presley. Who also had the mother, and oh, did whose de- mother's death caused him to go off the rails. And in the case of Elvis, oh, never I didn't know that to go back on the rails. She died at forty-two. Um, but the big difference, and I know that from uh, you know reading a big Elvis biography. Who wrote that, Peter? The big Elvis biography, yeah, the, the major one. 
You know, you uh, read it too. Was it Muddy Waters? Oh no, no, he's the one that wrote the song. No, it's a two volume. <laughs> two volume biography. Anyway, do you mean not Last Train to Memphis? Probably. The Rise of Elvis Presley by uh, Peter Goralnik. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, his mother died at forty-two, but her, he was already famous, but her. Uh, dealing, you know, he bought her a big house and pink Cadillacs and all that. But her whole reaction to his fame was worrying about him. Mm. So, in other words, she didn't get into it. She didn't sing. You wouldn't see clips of her singing Hound Dog um, because right. she just thought that this fame thing was going to, it was terrifying and she hated it. All she wanted was her boy. Now, with Donda West, you see how invested she is in his career yeah. not because she wants him to be rich and famous uh, but because it's what he wants because she, she knows it's what, what he wants he wants yo and she started right. spitting his verse one of his old verses oh that my was God. crazy that, that was so great yeah that was, that was nuts i love yeah, how that right. the, the 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 footage with her was like so extended it's just nothing i know meandering right. in the apartment but you know usually documentaries take one little snippet and you know, make it you know a couple snippets, but they like just had like a conversation with them. Right. They let the whole thing play out like an actual home video, yeah. and I actually found I was charmed by even him just opening the fridge and seeing the empty <laughs> fridge and saying, "Wow, look at my mom's no, bachelorette bag." I'm gonna tell you the illest part. I love when he knocks on the door and he goes, "Ma, I got company." Exactly. Like she actually, he was warning her. He was bringing yeah. in his friend. But she um, actually, I have to say, she reminds me of Peter's mom, the way she talked to his friends. Right. Like, Peter always had mobs of friends. Mobs. Think, strong. Yeah. Dad, you, you have spit on your lip, Dad. Wipe your lip. Oh, sorry. He had lots of friends who would come over, and uh, she was always that welcoming. Of course, then they all went to talk to me, but anyway. Um, <laughs> but well, and, well and then, I, 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 go the, ahead. The sorry, whole, Dad. A trajectory with Rockefeller and how he's been, you know, and how, and the rejection. Now, Peter tells me that he was a real nudge when it came to these, you know, the really, it, the movie gives you, the, the doc gives you the impression that there's just like one day and he goes over there, he's bothering. He's right, I was at Saif, I explained to my dad that that moment where you feel sad for him because in the, in the Rockefeller office, they're ignoring him. I was saying he did that constantly, though. Yeah. And Saif, wasn't that wasn't that your experience too? Was that was always what he was he doing? Did it constantly, but also, um, they made it look a little dramatic because, you know, back in those days, we weren't used to be a camera being in our face like we are nowadays. Right. So, like Shaka and Colleen, right. were both like, "Hey, we we're not the A and R's here. We have work to do." Right. <laughs> but how clever right. was it? In a time when people were not used to being on camera, yeah, he agrees to have his buddy film him. So yeah. every time people are seeing him, there's someone filming him. Now in those days, that was not now. It's, and I thought it's funny that we never heard of this footage before. Do you remember camera guys being around with him? No, like I, that's why I was like, I was like, I wonder if I'll be in this with my with my Kanye Rockets story. But he was by himself that day. Hmm. Oh, so he didn't like, always have the, he didn't always have the camera guy with him. Not that I remember back then. And also, too bad I've, for you. I've, I really, I know, I really <laughs> knew him 
I really met him more after the accident. So, so, and uh, we'll get to the, you, the accident will be in the next episode. Did you get to be friends with him or just you knew him? No, no, I wouldn't say friends. I, I, to this day, when he sees me, he shows me love, but I wouldn't say we became friends. Did, did you, Saif, uh, tell us the story of, because you've said it before, but it's been not since years ago. Three years ago. Tell, tell the story of the raucous, of sound bombing a, and him wanting to get I on did it. an album. Like, it, they mention it like he was down. I met Kanye through uh, Mos and Quali. Who were on Raucous, yep. Because they were, um, they, they respected him as a rapper and were trying to get him more in the rap game as opposed to just being a producer. And everybody, we all used to call him Kane West because we didn't know it was Kanye at the time. And, um... Oh, yeah, Dad, you should know that. That was a thing. Nick and I were talking about it yesterday. That was a thing. Several of his early records accidentally said Kane West yeah. instead of Kanye. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yes, yeah. that was a thing. People thought his name was Kane West. Or if you just see it quickly, even if the Y was in it, it just looked like... Right, even if it's right, yeah. you still read it Kane West yeah. at first. Well, so. it's funny because now they call... that Okay, so calling him Kane, but it's so clear that the people who know him, including his mother, call him Kanye. They yeah, emphasize right. the yay, whereas, you know, very, uh, it's interesting now that he has now adopted the name yay. Well, yeah, because... Because that's the part that's really emphasized. Yeah, we right. call him, we say Kanye. Yes. Where we can hear his mom saying Kanye. Yes, yes exactly. A different, what do you call that? A different... Uh, emphasis. emphasis. Yeah. A different yeah. emphasis that it, it's a it's a cooler emphasis. It's a more exotic emphasis. You, you know, it's sort of like, but he, wow. But he says Kanye in the record. Oh, right. he does? Huh. Yeah, all yeah. his songs he says Kanye. And then his mom says Kanye. I think she's saying it the more African But now he's way. yay. Now he's yay, yeah, yeah. And now he's yay. All right, so Saif, keep going. So, yeah, so you're working on this... on Raucous Records, Sound Bombing, and... The album was done. We were mixing it. And the guy who owns Rockets Records is like, hey, Kanye's going to come by. He's trying to get on the album. We don't have any room for him. And I was like, okay, why don't you just tell him no? And they, they're like, put it on me. And he comes to the studio in Jersey. And uh, he's like, yo, I'm trying to get on this album. I'm like, bro, it's already mixed. We already pressed the songs on vinyl. We're literally mixing the vinyl to make a mixtapes album. And he's like, let me just spit acapella in the beginning. And I was like, oh, God, no, man, no. I'm not going to let you spit acapella because all I know you for is being this dope beat maker. So if we right. can't even get one of your beats, what are we doing this for? Right. And also, you know, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> right, because you got it wrong. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. But, but how would you know? You, you, you know what? Uh, you know what? I should have just let him spit, even if I didn't put it on the album. Always, right. always record it. Always let them spit. Always right. get it. Imagine if I had that acapella now, I'd be the man. Yeah, <laughs> right. For doing nothing more than letting him do what he wanted to do and not using it. And like, who am I to but, shut people down, man? I get, I hate when people shut me down. I and I could have. It was, it was nothing to just record it, you know. But it's funny because his memories, when he came on our podcast and he told the story of Raucous, he doesn't have any memory, it seemed like, of you shutting him down. Right. His memories were against were about Jared he and Brian. I didn't know who I was at that time. I didn't even get cool with him until way after that. At that time, I don't even think he remembers it was me. 
You know what I mean? What year right, are you talking right. about? Oh, this is... 03? Maybe 02? Maybe That's a long like time ago. Soundbox. Wow. Well, 02 is where... I think 02 is where this first episode ended. Is in 2002. Because they showed the song... Uh, Sif, you remember they showed the Scarface record, yeah. the Guess Who's Back record, and that's 02. Um, I, I rem- my- about all this. Sife is young, but he should write his memoirs. Oh, my God. Sife has a lot of memoirs. These, the release, the release date... I got so many. The release date was uh, June 2002. So, let's oh, say it was okay. three months before that. You know what I mean? Wow, we, by the time we released it, yeah, twenty years ago, man, I was now just you a should, young boy. You should write an oral history or something. I mean, sometimes I mean, that sounds weird because otherwise these things just disappear. I know they do. Eventually, you. Well, fortunately, I'll tell you. Eventually, you forget them, and you have to have right. other people saying, "Remember that time?" And I'm saying that never happened. There was. <laughs> a, by the way, that all that already happens. There's a reggae artist named Demarco. It's pretty big. Uh, and this this security guard at the comedy club I work at goes, yo, I was listening to this DeMarco interview. He gave you this big-ass shout-out. So I was like, really? Why? And he said, oh, he told a story about you, and you did this and that. I did not remember at all. I went and listened to the interview. I listened to the interview. I was like, holy shit, I did do all of those things for this guy. Wow. Like, yo, he used to pick me up in Jersey. He used to take me to Club Speed. He used to play my freestyles on the radio. And I'm like, wow, all the people I give, you know, say I broke, I forgot about him. Right, right. But you shouldn't. I mean, I mean, wow. and the thing is about these, these, these videos, of course, it's so easy in retrospect to yeah. know. It's sort of, you know, if you're like a, I can't remember. I once sat in a luncheonette and I was sitting with this beautiful blonde girl. Turned out she was Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> she wanted to talk. I only wanted to talk to her for five minutes. <laughs> the next thing I know, she's Marilyn Monroe. How yeah. does anyone? I mean, you just you just don't know. I love... You just don't know. And it always be. It's, but it's always great to have as memories, if nothing else. As long as you can keep. You're young guys. You can keep. Well, your I love memories. the. Um, I love. And of course, we get old. You make up shit. So that's yeah, of course. Then it's like it's just as good. Well, that's the problem. The story, the stories become somewhat not true, right? Naturally, yeah. yeah there's some of it gets uh, embellished, some of it gets lost, right? And some, and some of the ones that you tell a lot change over time, and some of the ones you don't tell lose everything. You know, like if when I, I saw Hip Hop Mike the other day for the first time in a while. Hip hop Mike probably has memories of things that I've gone through that I have no recollection yeah, anymore. Yeah. But he remembers because it was exciting to him. It was he was like going through it all. Yeah. Right, right. It's like you your, know, like your college days. It's his, it was yeah. his yeah. college days. Um, it was his college days, right? But I like well, the, I like boy, how grainy the footage a, is. Okay, he's gotta go. Take. All right, bye, Dad. Love you. Okay, Thanks for jumping on. Great seeing Does you. he gotta talk to Clinton, Bill Clinton? Uh, He's going to call Bill Clinton right now. (laughs) He's going to call him All right, bye, Dad. Okay, see ya. (laughs) Listen, What were you going to say about the footage? Quality guests on the WANEP is like... Well, listen, listen. I got a question. Is there another podcast who's getting my dad? No way. Unless he's... His phone call he's getting is with academics. (laughs) 
Um, he's he's like, I gotta go. I'm going on with Jason Lee and B Dot right now. Bro, the guy the guy who made that film is I mean the the original footage. I don't think he was a professional filmmaker. He just had a camera. Who Cootie? Yeah, Cootie. And GK. And yeah. the footage is so grainy. And it's just they just just being on Netflix long like that, man. It was really good, and like the fucking. You know, there's a little bit. There's a couple little setups in there, like when he's talking to um, the guy from Chicago, Doug Infinite, and then yep. and then they show him diss him. Like I was just with him earlier. Like that's a setup. You know, there's a couple setups in there. Like, but it was. It, oh, you mean like you you think that part could have all been out of order? No, no, no. I think it was in order, but I'm like they 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 emphasized Doug Infinite telling this great story about being with Kanye in the beginning and then they cut to him dissing him later that day and the way it plays out is from a viewer standpoint you're like oh my god how do they have all this yeah 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 it's good man uh you want to let's let's continue this conversation uh on the uh, patreon what are your thoughts um all right okay okay also I want to play a couple I want to talk a little bit a couple ten dollar statements I got to make Okay, and I want to play a couple of um, Doug Infinite um, records. Oh, okay, that's kinda, yeah, I think people don't really know. I think a lot of people didn't know. Name, but go ahead. I, I think a lot of people didn't know who he was probably until that, right? I heard his name before, but I didn't. I never. I don't remember him exact hundred percent. I remember hearing his name. Well, because you remember. Well, we'll talk about it next, guys. Come on over to Patreon, and we love you. Cliffhanger. 